It's Thursday, January 7, 2010. Whale wars turn violent. Obama administration gets serious. Senate retirements threaten climate legislation. Plus, is America's love affair with the automobile over? All of that and more straight ahead. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. For some reason, an ExxonMobil-funded phony think tank put out a press release claiming the CIA was now studying climate change instead of spies. Golly, I wonder why they did that. Why would they do that? Energy companies hoping to use terrorism to distract from climate issues? That's a real head-scratcher, Keith. But this is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us. It's now officially another big election year, and VR is continuing our years-long fight against failed and faulty electronic voting systems. Show your support before it's too late by signing on to VR's DeboldReturnOurMoney.com campaign. It's free, and your voice makes a difference. Sign up at DeboldReturnOurMoney.com to continue the fight for free, fair, accurate, and transparent elections in 2010. That's DeboldReturnOurMoney.com. Okay, the globe is warming, but the nation is freezing as cold snap continues across much of the country. Today, Desi... What do you have rolling for us? Well, clashes over Japan's whaling industry turned violent yesterday. A speedboat run by anti-whaling activist group Sea Shepherd was rammed yesterday in the Antarctic by a security vessel employed by a Japanese whaling ship. The activist's boat was severely damaged, but all crew members were rescued without serious injury by the Bob Barker. No, not the retired game show host, but an anti-whaling ship named after him. Sea Shepherd has been dogging Japan's whaling fleet in an attempt to end the annual hunt. A loophole in maritime law allows Japan to kill over a thousand whales every year. The video of the Clash is quite stunning. We have the links on our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Most stunning was that Batman-like uh, boat that the Japanese vessel ended up crushing and sinking. That boat alone is worth looking at the uh, video for. The Obama administration has started the new year with a bang. Interior Secretary Ken Salazar this week announced new federal drilling policies for oil and gas exploration in the West to protect wilderness areas. In a conference call, Salazar slammed the Bush administration Interior Department, calling them, quote, the handmaiden of industry and a candy store, where oil and gas companies could, quote, take whatever they wanted. Wow. Also this week, the U.S. Bureau of Land Management announced it will fast-track the permitting process for 31 renewable energy development projects in the deserts of California Good and Nevada. Good for them. Good for them. Yes, to help those projects meet the deadline to qualify for stimulus funds from the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. The BLM's move may help to ease the conflict between renewable energy projects and wilderness protection. Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California, recently proposed a measure to set aside large parcels of sensitive habitat in the Mojave Desert as national monuments, which would prevent all energy development in those areas. And the EPA announced new draft rules to limit smog pollution from power plants and other big industrial emitters that are far more strict than the standards established during the Bush administration. The draft rules will tighten standards for ozone pollution, which has long been associated with increasingly negative public health impacts like asthma and lung disease. The Bush-era rules were criticized by the EPA's own Science Advisory Committee at the time for being 
being too lax to protect public health. Environmental group Clean Air Watch called the new move, quote, the most significant environmental step the Obama administration will take this year. And they've taken quite a few significant steps, so I'm glad to see them upping the ante even further here. None of us is irreplaceable. None of us are indispensable. That was Senator Chris Dodd, Democrat of Connecticut, announcing his retirement yesterday, one of two Democrats in the Senate that have announced they will not seek re-election in 2010. The retirements jeopardize the Democrats' so-called 60-seat majority, such as it is, and may also jeopardize the passage of climate and clean energy legislation currently stalled in the Senate. Although it should be pointed out that in Dodd's case, this may actually increase the chances of a Democrat holding on to that seat since Dodd has been under a lot of fire. In North Dakota, however, with Dorgan, the story is quite different. North Dakota is said to lean Republican. Which is going to be a further reason for the Republicans to continue stalling on this legislation and more reason for the Democrats to keep moving it forward before the elections this November. Finally, for the first time in our nation's history, the number of cars in the U.S. has dropped. Last year, consumers scrapped more cars than they bought. Four million more cars were taken out of service last year than were purchased. That's down from a record high in 2007, but we should still note that we have 246 million cars. Analysts say the Great Recession reduced demand for new cars and also led cities to expand public transit options. But they also say the trend could indicate a permanent shift in American driving habits and consumption. Ah, mark my words, the love affair will return as soon as we get our electric car. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Follow us on Twitter. Download us on iTunes. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Electric car on roads so dark to change the end, rewrite the start. Electric car so good so far.